Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Buff podcast. As always, I'm Jason. Joining me, as requested, uh, is Stephen Lake. Stephen, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good, thank you. Try not to distract myself by staring out the window. Really draw the curtains. But... Yeah, just looking outside at all the all the other stuff more interesting going on than than talking to me. Um. Well, as I've mentioned, you were requested. I put up a post not long ago on, on Instagram with, uh, you know, throw me some names for people we want to hear on the podcast. Your name came up so I, I, and I want to know why. So I feel like through the conversation, I'll understand why someone felt you would be the most interesting person that we could have on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not not debating. I'm not doubting it. I just want to know the reason. Uh, but before we get into that, Stephen, I always like to start with some warm up questions. Uh, first question is peanut butter, crunchy smooth or covered in chocolate uh i can go crunchy or smooth either's fine to me i change yeah. it up every however many months it takes me to get through my giant like gallon tub of peanut butter yeah all right i like it we've never had somebody say i switch it up yeah, i'm like totally which is not like me at all most things i'm sort of like very very rigid but actually i'm very um ambidextrous when it comes to my um peanut butter ambidextrous with peanut butter it's an interesting phrase i've not heard it before but i like it your most loved and most hated movement in crossfit yeah i thought you'd ask that as soon as the thing favorite absolute favorite is split jerk yeah don't ask me why it's not it's not even that i'm sort of like i just i just enjoy it i just love it least favorite as i found out was reminded on friday is walking lunges weighted walking lunges right Anything lungy. Yeah. Which is strange because you'd think that would transfer over into your split jerk, right? (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. So I don't know if there's much rhyme or reason for either um, why. It is funny, you know. But before, uh, if you'd have asked me a year ago, I would have said sort of like um, front squat or something. But I've sort of really come to like enjoy that. Yeah. I I mean, I like the answers because they're not your they're 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 definitely your answers um you know generally you get like oh burpees are the worst hate burpees i quite like i like it whenever someone gives me an answer that's not burpees yeah 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 no they're definitely true to me i assure you yeah Yeah. and also split jerk is an interesting one i I say this is probably my biggest catchphrase on the podcast is i didn't know what you were going to say but i wasn't expecting that so that's uh (laughs) i'm very happy with that another question for you so if we take away any kind of CrossFit event, would you have like a dream sporting or fitness event that you would want to attend, either to spectate or even to participate in? Probably this answer is more like the one when you remove, you know, like I'm not that interested in in sporting events generally, but Wimbledon to come tennis, I would probably if I was going to pick anything, it would be to watch tennis. I used to play a little bit, you know, but um, I would pick tennis if it was to participate it would be some sort of rowing yeah okay Uh, a bit of history of that this is this is my attempt to put in questions that are not so i i like i'm not really interested in any sport outside of crossfit to be Mm -hmm. honest but i realize that other people are so i have to sometimes put in questions i think i don't really have an answer for this but maybe other people would like this right my final warm-up question before we get onto crossfit is as always when we make the crossfit bath movie who would play you in that movie that stumped me i don't know that might have that's that's i can't even like recently i've started to to cast myself as well um for for my guests Uh and for you it's very difficult because we've not 
had yeah, many opportunities yeah, yeah. to speak. Yeah. I think the last time I saw you was outside Andrew's house, I think. Yeah, just before that. <laughs> well, maybe you could cast me at the end of this. Well, well, I'll tell you who I've got so far based on appearance and a couple of conversations that we've sure. had. Um, I would either go with Johnny Lee Miller, who plays um, like Sherlock Holmes in Elementary. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in Hackers years ago. That's where I remember him from. Or Michael C. Hall, that is um, (laughs) probably most famous for Dexter. Now, there's not (laughs) any any comment on you there. No, no, no. I I can, I can. Well, in terms, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll take those. I'll let you know at the end if I've changed my mind. Yeah, yeah. Probably won't have. Let's talk CrossFit then. So, a good place to start is always kind of how long have you been doing it? Um, I'm not, let me think, probably, I think I started for the first time in 2017, no, 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 20, 2016. Right. In Bristol. In Bristol, okay. Yeah. Ah, so I was, I was about to say, I was about to go, oh, did you start one stack? So when did you, all right, I'm, I'm jumping the gun a bit here. <laughs> so when did you move to Bath and, and start 2017. Training? So I was in Bristol, for, I, was, I was doing it in Bristol for about a year. Okay. So my question is going to be, how did you first come across CrossFit then? Well, Audrey, my ex-partner, who who was a member of Bath up till very recently, um, introduced it to me because she used to do it in uh, Brooklyn. Um, and I'd seen it there, but I'd never done it. So we went to the taster thing and I just kind of, I didn't like it because um, I was, there's there's something a bit difficult when you do CrossFit with a partner is you sort of like, you can transfer your frustration onto them. Right. Maybe that's just me being a bad person. But <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're sort of like, I can't do it. You know, you, you can be way more sort of like um, childish Yeah. Um, when there's someone there to, that, that, that might tolerate that. But but I didn't get it straight away. And I, I always wonder how people get over that hump because it is a big, it's a big hump to get over. But whatever happened is I went back and I did the induction stuff and I started doing the morning classes and um I kind of I mean I have a very different relationship with now than I did then um but I kind of just sort of I got really I, I got really into it which is probably what everyone yeah. actually says if they're talking to me. well I think Ollie Ollie kind of has this theory of how CrossFit sort of eliminates that undesirable element of people mm-hmm. because generally it is those you know if you are frustrated that you can't it doesn't all click immediately and you, you know, and you need to be the best at everything immediately, kind of thing. You generally don't stick with CrossFit because there's constantly something you need to improve, and there's always somebody better than you at some element of CrossFit, right? Even when you're, I think that's like um, Ben Smith is a great example. So, like, you know, CrossFit Games athlete, he doesn't really, tra- tra- he never really trained with other athletes, but at his gym, while they didn't have people that were that many people going to the games. It was like they, they had a lot of great athletes in different areas. So he kind of, he always had somebody who could squat more than him or was better at gymnastics mm-hmm. than him or so. And, and that keeps you, I guess it keeps you humble and keeps you working hard, but it doesn't remove the enjoyment from it, right? Like you still enjoy doing it and you enjoy improving and seeing those little kind of gains. Uh, as Well, yeah, exactly. And that was the thing, you know, I mean, they say about, you know, when, when people go to like Oxford University, they go from being like the smartest person at, at like college or high school to suddenly everyone's the smartest person from college or high school at Oxford you know and um the great I didn't have a hurdle to get over to because I'd historically always been the slowest person in the room 
you know, because I was terrible at sports. And that hasn't changed with CrossFit, but I felt like I had less of a barrier to sort of get over, you know, that there, there was the, the humility was already instilled in me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I very much know what you mean, because <laughs> um, I, I feel I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. I, I, I'm noticing a few common threads here. So I also not massively into sport, didn't really do any any sport before CrossFit which I barely count as doing a sport now. <laughs> it's, it's exercise. It's not a sport. I don't compete. And yeah, just sort of general gym stuff. I was going to ask then, you have said that you were historically bad at sport, but uh, did you have much of a sporting background or fitness background before doing CrossFit? No, but um, in the last, it was probably about three years prior to that, that I started to actually do things like, I would run intermittently and then climbing. Climbing was probably the first thing that I sort of got into, you know, but CrossFit was the first thing that I saw that I, I was like, oh, oh, this is what, this is the joy of like movement. Do you know what I mean? And it didn't come like when I was like 11, it came when I was like early thirties or late twenties or something, you know. Do you have any like, idea why why you think that is is this or or maybe a better question is what is it then about crossfit that you do find brings you you know joy despite how hard it is and how much it hurts at times and and kind of all the all the adversity that crossfit brings yet we find it a source of joy for you what do you think that you know kind of what is that i'm not sure because when you say that i may see what what did happen is i very then quickly did get so i was like climbing i put a bit of time into that and then i got um when i moved to um around bath and i was on the river i started rowing which i really enjoyed and also tennis which i really enjoyed but they were things that like i I, again i had that exact same attitude was i want to improve i want to get better and actually what i liked about those things is there was a competitive element however if you're talking specifically i don't think this is specific to the sport but my realization with uh I fell out of those other things, not because of the sport, but because of the um, the energy and vibe around it. Um, I didn't like there, there was there was too much. I wouldn't go so far as say toxicity, but and by the way, I'm sure that's I'm sure CrossFit's not immune from that. But why I eventually got stuck with it was because because Bath, um, you know it's it's a you're you're pushing yourself physically but you're also entering a space that's like a really good energy and i think what i've realized is and it's a shame because you know i absolutely love rowing but i can't i don't have room in my i don't have bandwidth to show up somewhere where i could sometimes leave feeling a bit like having witnessed something that makes me not feel great and i've just never ever felt that again again it's sort of the i don't want to say it's common but it doing this and the more i speak with you know especially kind of members that are uh, how do you say this without offending everyone that listens like normal people there we go <laughs> members that are just kind of we're not you know we're not we, we don't have aspirations of going to the games we're not like fitness is my life 24 7 which is like this is something i do to supplement all the other stuff i do in life and, and i enjoy it and the more i speak to kind of people in, in that in that category which is the majority the more those kind of common threads come out and you start to see almost what has made CrossFit so appealing and successful. Um, mm. And it is that combination of yes, the fitness and, and, you know, and, and we enjoy that. And, you know, obviously you get your endorphin hit from, from training and all of that, 
But the community side of it, it just strikes this balance where, you know, you've got people that used to do team sports and they, they want that kind of team. But at the same time, you don't have that pressure because like, if you do bad in a workout, that's your workout and it doesn't actually affect anybody else. But it's also the, the support, right, that you get within a workout. So you, and, and that comes from the coaches, but also the other members. And I guess that's as well, because we're kind of all suffering through the same thing. So yeah, we, exactly. we in, encourage one another and, you know, and, and ultimately, you know, you're, you're competing with yourself at the end of the day. So, you know, you, you might beat my time by two minutes, but I know that my time was, you know, 30 seconds better than the previous time I'd attempted that. So it's still a win for me, even though yeah. technically mm-hmm. you beat mm-hmm. me kind of thing. Um, so maybe that, in some way <laughs> eliminates that kind of yeah i guess we'll, we'll use toxic but you know what insert whatever <laughs> word you want people but maybe that's what changes that atmosphere a little bit uh i, I mean you said about bath you weren't in, in bristol that long i guess um mm. so you did sort of 2016 and then moved in 2017 but what did you you know find a similar kind of atmosphere there anyway is that across fit across the board i don't want to throw any box under the bus but no well i i can't speak for crossfit i mean i my my only my guess is because crossfit is so big there's so many branches and i can imagine that there there can't be a huge amount of accountability that there must be a bad eggs in it but yeah this first place was great it, it was a good energy it was just a little bit less um what i noticed when i came to bath was it was like really focused on or I, fe- I felt that it was really focused on sort of technique and um sort of building up slowly you know and really sort of uh yeah so it's not that 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 other box just didn't didn't um it didn't feel quite as oh what's the word not strict you know when something's got like regimen it's got a regimen bath sort of built built a bit more a bit more structured in, structured. in its approach yeah, yeah. But actually, I did. We we did go. We were very briefly members when it was at the old location. Yeah. Um. And went and just couldn't get on with it. And actually, and 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 um. This isn't anything against Bath. This was totally about where I was at, at that time. But I think by default, I'm always going to feel like left out of things. Like I'm always going to feel just like not welcome. Like I'm right. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna project that onto you, no matter how you're behaving. Okay. And and something about it, I just couldn't we just couldn't get into it. Um and we kind of left in that time feeling a bit sort of dejected and sort of by 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 I, I couldn't tell you why. So again, I'm not putting on, on the box. And then for whatever reason came back, you know, after um they'd moved locations. And then clearly my attitude had, had changed because I just sort of like I just, I suddenly saw everything that was there. I felt welcome. It felt, um, it's, it's still a struggle. There's still a hurdle because again, I think I'm always going to, it takes me a, a second to adjust because it, 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 it is an intimidating environment to walk into, but, um, or you can make it into, it's not an intimidating, you can make it an intimidating environment if you so chose. So, yeah. So when you say the previous location, was that the, the Wandsdyke place or was that the Twin Park? Sorry, the, 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 the sort of warehousey yeah okay yeah so two locations back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um it, it is funny isn't it like i'm i can think back to when i started and i think i was so quiet in classes like i wouldn't say anything almost before and after and 
and jury Pro- probably people listen to this will be like that's not true <laughs> you never shut up but um but like now now i never shut up i know that's true but back then i i think you're right you come in and you just kind of yeah everybody already knows everybody else even if they don't you just assume they do mm-hmm. and everybody knows exactly what they're doing and you don't and again mm-hmm. it's not true but it's very easy to uh, and I also think I have a theory that we are trained to look at whoever does it the best and sort of almost ignore everyone else. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that happens a lot when people like just pop their head around the door to check out CrossFit and they kind of look in and they'll see somebody doing, you know, butterfly pull ups or, you know, unbroken toes to bar or whatever it may be. And their eyes sort of immediately drawn to that and they ignore everybody who's scaling it around mm-hmm. them. And and there's that kind of, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. It's too hard. And you're almost like, no, just just look around at everybody else. We're not all doing that. Like that's that's the best. We're 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 somewhere else <laughs> on exactly, that scale. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- this is a question maybe open to interpretation, but because you, you mentioned you started doing like rock climbing and, and you, you know, done some other sports before. Like physically, were you did you consider yourself quite fit and healthy? pre-crossfit anyway um or or did you feel like oh i i I need to be doing something to kind of get in in some kind of shape no i felt like i was really out of shape and i think i had a sort of um if if you hadn't i mean this i don't want to go down too much a rabbit hole but it's sort of like um you know because i'm quite big and tall and but it, I think if you'd have asked me, if no one had told me I was six foot one, I would have said that I was like maybe five, you know, like like I feel like a much I don't feel physically like I, I sort of want to stop this train of thought because I don't think I <laughs> communicate it properly. Like, well, the actual heights don't matter. It's just like I don't I don't feel I didn't I didn't mentally or emotionally um, feel attached to who or what I was physically. Right. Do you know what I mean? Prior yeah. to using my body. Yeah. Because like you didn't have kind of, could, I don't know, I guess like the full potential of your physicality. So like you were, because I mean, obviously I am, I am not 6'1". <laughs> Far from it. Mm-hmm. So um, but that's why, well, that's why I correct my, because I the, the, the actual, the heights are irrelevant, but it's almost sort of like what, wherever you are, like, I, I guess you're just not living up to your potential maybe is that yeah and also I just wasn't embodied in myself do you know what I mean like I I I, you know if 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 you'd have seen me before I sort of started like physical activity and definitely CrossFit so you might assume someone was yeah I don't know I I sort of want to scratch my yeah uh, well I I think there is you often hear people say that like when they do CrossFit for example you become a lot more aware of how your body functions in general Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not just with like doing exercise, but you kind of I, even, you know, like you might be be stiff in a certain area or have a pain somewhere. And it seems like you're much better at identifying like where that is exactly, actually, because yeah, you know, like you ask somebody else and be like, oh, it's kind of in my side here. And you're like, sides a pretty big area. <laughs> Can mm-hmm. we narrow that down? Whereas we'll be a bit more like, yeah, it, it's just here. It's under this. It's particularly when I move my arm in, you know, in this rotation or that movement or I stretch here, stretch there. and and you just have this awareness of how your body moves and functions, mm-hmm. and, and I and I imagine that also transfers over probably to, you know, everything we do from you know walking down the street to 
you know, even driving a car or something like that, you're, you're more conscious of the way you're sitting and your posture and, and it's, or maybe I'm talking nonsense and it's just, <laughs> it's not true at all, but I definitely feel there is uh, an awareness that we have with the way our bodies move that is because uh, as well, you know, an hour a week, an hour a day or whatever we are doing functional movements and we're being drilled into like, well, this is the movement and this is the way you need to move and this is how it should feel. And, uh, you know, you sort of start to learn how your body works, I guess, is, is my yeah, degree. Exactly. So on that, yeah, if I could if I could answer that in a slightly more succinct way, the original question would be that prior to CrossFit, I wasn't I didn't feel in my body and I wasn't in tune with it, you know, and I didn't feel much of a difference between, you know, like if I'd eaten really badly or drunk a lot versus not like and then suddenly something once something that came from CrossFit was I just felt in my in my body so that's an interesting question then so has that carried over like obviously you do you know you do the the exercise side of crossfit right Mm -hmm. Um, but then you're talking about kind of almost the way you fuel yourself and the way you recover so have you has all of that changed as well since doing crossfit have you become more sort of um i guess maybe disciplined is perhaps maybe the right word maybe not but with regards to like the way you eat and and making sure you get enough sleep and other habits or I mean, you know, I don't want to put you on the um, spot. <laughs> I think, I think definitely, I, well, I, I, I actually, I, I quit drinking before I even started CrossFit, so that was never a thing. But um, the, and, and actually, I've always been really good with sleep stuff as well. And then the food things always, um, that's probably the thing that that there, there, there wasn't like a natural like gravitation towards more like nutritionally, um, but that's because of having a bit of a. a, a a history of food stuff and kind of um that it yeah it did it didn't necessarily it probably it probably did get better you know but what was more like it was like I felt the effects more of when I was sort of like off with that stuff you know yeah so I mean I again I I think you know when you look when you look I guess when you just look over CrossFit Bath as a you know as a, a good kind of example we're all not just at different stages of our kind of fitness journey or whatever, but we're also, we've got very different objectives, very different motivations, very, you know, mm. very different goals. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, ideally we'd all love to be kind of on that top end of like, yeah, I've meal prepped for the week. I've got everything dialed in nutrition, 100%. And, you know, even if our goal isn't to go to the games, I'm sure if we did that, whatever our goal would be, we'll get there faster. Right. Mm. But at the same time, probably the reason we don't have desire to go to the games or to compete or whatever is because we just don't have that <laughs> sort of that mindset. And, mm. and we're, we're, you know, if we're being honest, we can make improvements, but we're probably never going to hit that top end. Right. Um, for me, I, I'm kind of similar to you. It's like, yeah, I notice the difference if I don't, if I haven't fueled correctly or if I've eaten the wrong thing. Uh, so, you know, I tra- train t- traditionally at eight o'clock in the evening or at half 10 um, in the morning which is good for me because it does affect a bit more my choices like regarding breakfast or what I eat in the evenings uh, mm. and and you know and also like yeah not having a drink in the evening because I know well I'm not gonna have a drink now because in an hour <laughs> I'm gonna be doing a class and there's no way that's gonna end well so it it's almost like I put those limiters on because left to my own devices as I've learned during the last 15 or whatever days that I've been at home and not going to the gym i'm not very disciplined with what i eat 
or when I sleep or anything like that. Uh, but kind of knowing that I've got the classes booked in, that almost um, puts me on rails, kind of forces me to make those good decisions. But, you know. Yeah, I, I, I totally relate to that. And I, I, I'm actually not, I, I've learned that about myself is I'm not, I can't, I'm not, I'm not a disciplined person. However, I found other ways to sort of get the benefits of that, which is sort of like more just knowing the cause and effect. Yeah of something and actually i struggle sometimes with the pre-booking of classes because it's almost too much regiment for me to have too much time to like overthink it and yeah. what i've most recently found in, in having had this bit of time after just being away um, and coming back is that i'm definitely i'm best off knowing you know what i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna work out and if that is because there's a class space available then great then i'll be doing that you know and there always is because you get all the, the cancellations but um, that's, that seems to be the way that I've, I, I found, so I'm going off on the tangent, but with pre-booking, I think I found I was ended up doing less classes, even though I was booked in, because there was something mentally that I just struggled with, knowing that in three days time, you're committed to this. Right. I'm not, I'm not criticizing the system. It's, it's a good system. It's just, yeah, that didn't work for me. And I was like, it was one of those real fiends for like the, I would cancel before it was too late, but do you know yeah. what I mean? Sunday see night. i'm i'm completely the opposite i think um like particularly on a tuesday night when i would train at eight and and that's generally like the toughest day i've probably been up since i don't know half five six o'clock mm. worked 10 hours got home very tired but i've booked in so i'm gonna go whereas mm. that was the day that basically depending on how my day of work went was do I come in and just eat all the food in my house or yeah, yeah, do yeah. I do I go and do the eight o'clock class because I know I should mm-hmm. and when I was booked in it, it sort of became less of a an option it was like well you're booked in so you are going to go um, and, and you know and sometimes I just had to adjust maybe what I expected of myself because I would be like no today was a an absolute nightmare at work I'm not going in to absolutely smash this workout but I am going to go in and move for an hour and do something and kind of go through, you know, maybe I'll go a bit lighter or scale certain movements, but I'll at least get something done and I feel better for it. Mm. So I, I almost, um, again, it's, I am terrible like for myself to keep myself accountable. So any little system that can be in place that forces me to have good habits is, is beneficial. Um, Mm. which again says far more about myself than it does about, about these systems uh are you still doing any like climbing because that was something you bet you did kind no, of before. i haven't done that for a long long uh, time i think really right now all i is just very crossfitty yeah. yeah i just wondered if uh, like if there was a, a carryover if you'd know if you would have noticed sort of a an improvement or i mean i'm sure you would <laughs> like you know. i'm sure i would except i'm about six kilos heavier than i was the last time i tried to pull myself up before well it's not pulled you know because it's, yeah. it's all leg actually so i probably would 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 definitely feel feel the benefit but you know there's that sort of like um there's that balancing act which is like well you might be a hell of a lot stronger but you can't do more than 15 push-ups in a row max now because you know, suddenly you're carrying a lot more weight than you, than you used to be you know not as agile as i was before i started doing um some more focused like pt stuff about at the start of the year yeah yeah yes i that i also understand very well because um <laughs> i saw i because i was speaking with um james gab not that long ago 
uh, and we were talking about when I the, the the basically the one and only time I'd done strict ring muscle ups, uh, and it was a long time, you know, like well over a year ago, maybe two years ago. Um, and I went back and I found this video because he he was there watching me do it. So this is how we'd been speaking about it. And like the skinny guy that pulls himself up to this is, I understand now why I can't do them anymore. Um, I, I think I'm like 10 kilos heavier now than I was back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can clean a lot more and I can do a lot of other stuff, which is great. But yeah, that balance of sort of getting stronger, but you're heavier so you you lose something you know it's it's i don't know i'm happy i'm all right i'm i'm <laughs> yeah i'm i'm the same other than when it comes to those quick whippy wads you know and i have to sort of sense check myself and be like you know that you you it's okay you might be stronger but you you you're definitely like slower and i felt i always felt slow on that stuff i think like yeah. i said so it's just like but but that's actually i realized more about just again sense checking it and then going in the right attitude rather than thinking you know you need to be able to do like, you know, a hundred freaking kettlebell swings at, at, at 24, 28, you know, yeah. um, just because of what you can, can clean or something. You know? Yeah. I, I guess we're all different, aren't we? Like even, even people that maybe are similar to us and we're like, Oh, we kind of clean the same, you know, you're right. We, we, we clean more or less the same way and we're quite, you know, we're the same at sort of certain gymnastic movements, but yeah, maybe it's that explosive sort of those kettlebell swings that they're just, how they do it we don't know but they're like a clip faster than us but mm-hmm. there'll be something else where for some reason we we excel compared to them and you know that's i think that's one of the great things about crossfit is it i always look at it as like the ultimate leveler because there's always something you're good at and somebody else isn't as good at and then they're going to be better 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 than you at something else and you can kind of you know, you know again it goes back to everything we we're saying at the start there's you stay humble all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the the the, the equality of it. And actually, yeah, especially when those sessions when it's you do strength and then you go into like a fast ward and it's like whatever you've just done, you have to hit the reset button mentally now and then re- re- reassess how you're gonna yeah approach this. You know. So, uh, do you have any kind of like I don't know short term, long term goals? Is there is there something that you're like working towards with regards to your fitness, or you're just kind of happy with happy in the journey and just enjoying the way the way it's going uh, i'm not sure actually I'm, I've, I've been i've just started a new um i started working with al um doing one-on-one pt stuff actually in january at the start of the last lockdown right. so actually we were working remotely which wasn't what i had planned yeah. but he ended up programming this amazing um the uh, this great programming and it was all just with a 22 kilo dumbbell and a 16 kilo kettlebell and after like 10 weeks or whatever once the gym opened back up i I literally before i'd even gotten back into the gym like i I felt like i completely transformed you know like and the reason i did that was because i was feeling quite injury prone on stuff and i was sick of it and he somehow he just built up all this this sort of core strength in me and I think from that, it sort of just made the goal. For, at that point, it was like, I want to be, I just want to work on my um, Olympic weightlifting. I just want to build up on that. But now you ask me that question now, I'm not sure. I guess in the in, in the back of my mind is is the next Open. Yeah. Um, and I probably should, I wonder if, I've never been great. I wonder if I should have a slightly more specific goal. But if I keep it vague, it's that I want to attack the Open, well, in the way that I do every year, you know, it's just that I'm hoping that, you know, I mean, touch wood, you know, maybe I'll be, 
knocking out a few RXs. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's okay if I don't, but that that sort of is the ambition. Yeah. Yeah. I think this open coming will be really interesting because we'll have had, you know, we've all have gone through that massive long period of like lockdown when we couldn't get into gyms. We'll have had now quite a quite a long period where unless we've had to self-isolate or whatever and miss the gym for a, a week or two, we've kind of been able to be pretty consistent with our training in the gym and it's all more or less back to normal. And then, you know, last year, the open, well, as I said, you know, I bumped into you in a field outside cause you were about to do the open and I just done it in that same, <laughs> in that same field. It will be nice to actually be able to like attack the open in a gym, having all the equipment that you need, having it all set up like in the right way. Um, and I, you do wonder if like the training you've done with Al, the kind of going in with that, like, yeah, I'm going to really hit this. And also just getting to do it the way it should be. I reckon it could be, yeah, it could be your best open yet. Why not? I think it will be certainly, we've got, you know, coming there with more strength and also just a completely transformed attitude towards how to approach things. And, you know, just on that note of that, when we saw each other, that was that, um, what was it? It was like dumbbell snatches. And then, um, and then, was it burpee, burpee box, box jumps? jumps? Yeah. And that particular workout um, was quite, again, mm. another transformative moment because I was like, oh crap, I can lift 22.5 kilo dumbbell above my head over and over and over again. And it sort of set a new minimum standard for me for certain times when doing that. Not, it depends on what you're doing around it. But when the gym's back open proper, I was able to just do a beeline straight for that particular way, knowing that I could handle it again, based on whatever certain was, yeah. you know, um, that was interesting. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the things that the open does do really well is because it, it, I mean, I'm exactly the same. Like I would avoid that weight at all costs and then, you know, it would destroy you in the open. <laughs> so then you're like, well, I should probably be, yeah. as you said, depending on the workout and what it is training a bit more with that weight and the open, like reveals that well you can do it so it's not that it's impossible but yeah and, and again maybe you know maybe that workout you're pushing yourself a bit harder than you would a training session in the gym but mm. you know if maybe before you would have gone with like a 15 you can be well i should at least do like 17.5 or a 20 because i know i did it with a 22.5 and you know it sort of just gives you that 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 forced push because I, yeah. I guess it is easy to, despite we talk about like the discomfort of training, it is easy to fall into a, that comfort zone mm. um, because you still work hard. Like even if you're doing it with a, a lighter weight and it feels comfortable, it's not like it's easy, but you know, a little push could be, <laughs> could be even more beneficial. Ah, yeah, but good, yeah. good to know that you're, you're having, or you're finding success without. So you're still, you're still doing the, the PT stuff without now that the gyms have reopened. Yeah, yeah, that's carried on. And now, and then it was like to doing one on one, which was great and some real technical stuff. But what was interesting about that was I really missed the, and actually that probably was the closest I ever got to discipline. I missed the discipline of the weekly programmed workouts. And so actually, we've now just started a new thing. I'm doing the one on one, but I've also got this like out of gym, open gym, uh, programming that i'm sort of jumping into because i i have since january that was when i finally broke the back of it and i became a what i would say is a consistent worker outer but something happened across the last like i would say i should say it was like two months 
where I just stopped being someone who works out to being someone who just doesn't and I couldn't get back. You know when you, you sort of lose grip on it mm. and then one thing after another makes you think it's impossible to find the time. And sometimes it is. But I just lost, I just, I just slipped off. And um, what's been interesting about coming back proper, I didn't stop totally, but, you know, not, not what I was doing. Coming back proper, like, last week, is it, it is nice that it's, you know, it's like your body, your CrossFit body is there waiting for you when you're ready to sort of come back, you know. Um, I mean, th- this is uh, really reassuring for me to hear. <laughs> because <laughs> I haven't been able to train now for, like, maybe 20 days and um and, and I've, i tried to do some stuff at home um and probably the mistake i was making is when i tried was when i was sort of feeling my worst and i all my joints had like locked up and i couldn't even air squat and i was just like oh just <laughs> i just gave up and um and then i definitely feel there is something about like you, you know when they say we don't sort of um what is it we don't like stop moving and because we get old, like we kind of get old because we stop moving, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, I definitely feel that just because I haven't been able to like go out for long walk, you know, I'm usually on my feet all day and I'm walking, I'm going around and then I'm going to the gym and just being stuck in the confines of my house. Like my knee is seizing up. My shoulder is giving me trouble as always. And I just feel like I need to. So being told that don't worry, it's waiting for me at the gym is very reassuring. I'm looking forward to um and by the time this just from out, having literally just experienced it, not literally where I was before, but you're like it, it is always everyone always says something yeah. it's like surprising how quickly it comes back. Um but the hardest thing for me was to go in with a good attitude and scale it so that I didn't like what I knew I didn't want to do in that first week back again was leave in a bad mood because that would be like terminal, you know. Yeah. Like I had to I had to enjoy it. It sounds like your your whole approach, even mentally, has changed so much from when you started. And like you know, going back to you saying like that that taster session where it was just easy to push your frustrations onto somebody else and sort mm. of almost blame them for you not being good at it. To now being like, and I went in knowing I need to scale a bit so I can leave with this. Like, it, I mean, that's that's great because we talk of like you know the transformations we make physically, and like mm. you've already said that. Like you've put on size and and. And, and obviously muscle mass and you're stronger and yeah a bit slower maybe but you know it's a good trade-off mm. um but also like your mental approach to everything sounds like that's kind of been refined and trained as well through all of this whether that's just through stuff at the gym or all the other stuff you're doing in life probably that plays a part as well <laughs> but uh you know it's it's a good all-round kind of uh growth i would say yeah, it feels it feels it feels nice. I feel like I have a healthy relationship with CrossFit, which isn't a guaranteed thing because not, not you, it's not guaranteed I have a healthy relationship with anything, you know. But um, I feel like I do, and I think that's the thing that I want to. Sometimes you, I, I, I don't. I try not to, you know. As we were talking, you, do, you know, you don't want to focus on what other people are doing, but you can. I can see some people. Sometimes you can see someone who's where you were, where it's like they can't. Um. What am I trying to say? Or maybe I'm projecting, but just that <laughs> thing of like, oh, you'd probably get, be enjoying this a lot more if you would sort of be a little bit kinder to yourself. You know? Yeah. But I, I think that's, um, no, I think that is a common thing. I think particularly when people start, mm. uh, you, there's almost like a pretty generic kind of path that people take where they start and they feel they need to do things one way. Then they get to a point where they kind of almost mature. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. as a as a crossfitter and realize oh actually no i don't need to try and do exactly you know the weights and everything that's written on the board every single workout i need to adapt it for myself and i mm. you know and also just because even last week maybe i was able to do this but it was in like ideal circumstances and this week is different it doesn't mean just because i did it last week i need to do it the same this week like we you know or we you know even thinking well everyone's watching me we know they're not we know that <laughs> we know that during that 10 minutes of that amrap you're not watching anybody else you are just yeah, yeah. looking at your dumbbell and wishing it was lighter <laughs> yeah no you, exactly and actually just maybe you know one thing i was just before lockdown the first pandemic hit you know and like i nailed like for the first time multiple toes to bar in a row i'm talking like through do you know because i had one but there's a big jump between one and two, yeah. you know? And then I was so chuffed about that, but obviously everything changed and then those were gone coming back, you know? And then a couple of months ago, it was just toes to bar and I just knew I couldn't do them. Mm. But actually I got on the bar and I just, and then somehow they were just like back again, you know? Oh, and that was just, maybe. I don't know if that's, don't ask me if they're still there now, I don't know. But. <laughs> yeah. It was it was one of those great moments where like there was no expectation. I wasn't being hard on myself, and then I sort of like my my body took over something, and it told me I found out something that my head apparently didn't know. You know? Yeah, oh, which is you know always a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Left that one happy. Uh, Stephen, this might be a tricky question because I always like to ask this at the end, just because it helps to fill out my roster. But is there anyone? <laughs> that you would like to hear seeing as you were nominated it's only right that i give you the opportunity to nominate someone is, is there anybody that you would like to hear on the crossfit buff podcast or that you think would be a good guest um well the the, the uh, you might have even spoken to her but the, the person that comes to mind is um i forget i think emily dowling so she had a very recent episode i think her episode just went up or okay went up uh or was the previous uh, one to this? Yeah, yeah. Because I love, I love talking with her. I mean, her enthusiasm—it's almost like this kind of—I don't know. Yeah, and her, she's got an incredible story as well. Actually, mm-hmm. that I didn't know anything about going in mm-hmm. and discovered it all, oh, all to, on the I'll podcast, and that was yeah. um, really interesting. Yeah, and then, um, and then when I had Nick on the following week, he. <laughs> he also mentioned how incredible that story was mm-hmm. so um oh, emily's getting a lot of love on this podcast yeah i mean i because you know but when i'm doing the 7am but she'd always be there and there's like um she she's one of those examples of a member that um that that kind of exudes the right energy and it kind of it then it then makes me re-establish how i'm approaching things you know yeah um it's just it's just a good energy to have in a uh in a class you know nice okay well that's fine i mean i'll accept that as an answer because then i can say well done <laughs> tick that box already brilliant um thank you Stephen. it's been a pleasure speaking to you and thank you for also being very flexible because my internet got cut off this morning so we had to oh, postpone, no, no, push right. things back and this whole time we've been speaking i've been in the back of my mind just thinking this could cut off at any minute <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no you got for it so yeah got for it so it's been an absolute pleasure having you on uh really well, enjoyed. It's fun to chat. It's good i just enjoy i just i i re- as most crossfit people do i do enjoy talking about yes it's crossfit. nice it's, having a podcast is a great excuse to talk about crossfit without annoying but, too many people <laughs> exactly i mean the best moment in life is when someone says tell me what, tell me what, what is this crossfit thing talk, talk to me about it yeah so yeah go on does that happen often 
<laughs> no, very rare. And I'm very, 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 I, I hold it back. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I know. It, 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 it was, there's the same where it's like, it's a, it's a, a um, it's about attraction, not promotion, you know? Yeah. 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 If you want someone to get into something you love, don't talk to them about it. It's basically. <laughs> yeah. It's more just letting them see. I mean, but I, I imagine there are probably people in, you know, that know you, that have known you for a long time, that have probably seen, you know, all those changes we've basically spoken about <laughs> during the podcast and will ask, you know, what's, <laughs> what have you been doing? What's the oh, yeah. well, uh, And there you go. You've got an in. Yeah. Well, cool absolute pleasure Stephen thank you for coming on thank you everyone for listening if you've got any members that you want to hear on the podcast shoot me a message and we'll uh, we'll get in touch with them I do have a nice long list but uh, not all of them are as kind as Stephen with replying yes I'll come on <laughs> so um, if you really want them on pressure them behind the scenes that's what you've got to do so thank you everyone see you all next week and thanks again Stephen all right I'll see you later